Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. Right, since it's Friday, we want to end the week with something good and something positive. So joining me in the studio right now, we have renowned musician, composer and artist Christopher Coleman. And he's 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 a familiar voice. If you tune into Radio 4, you would have heard his great work uh, indeed. But this time he, he crosses over to Radio 3 and he's going to talk a little bit more about his upcoming comedy improv jam. Welcome on the program, Chris. So good to see you. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I, 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 maybe people will recognize this. Good morning, Hong Kong. Yes, that's the voice. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a radio voice? I, th- I think you just use your regular I think voice. I, I think I use but my regular I voice. I get in the studio and it just automatically become sexy. Hey, yeah. baby. I know. I put it in my ears. Oh, it's so good. It's so good to see you wearing so many different hats because, you know, we all know you as being a musician and, and composer, but comedy as well. So give us a backstory. How, how long have you been doing comedy for? Oh, I've been doing comedy, gosh, it's, well, it's coming up to close to 20 years. Um, yeah, there was a club here called Takeout Comedy, which is uh, reportedly the first full-time comedy club in all of Asia. And um, I got in on the the ground. I was at the very first show performing. And uh, I got involved in stand-up at first. And I just loved stand-up so much. It was so much fun. But, you know, people have mental pathways that they're attracted to. And I'm a composer, not a performer. I always hated to practice. (laughs) I couldn't ever understand a pianist who would like play um, the same Mozart piano sonata at 24 different concerts. You know, that just drives me nuts. I want stuff to be new. So as a stand-up comedian, I was the go-to guy for always trying to do something new every show. And to be honest, that's not really the way to get great at stand-up comedy, you know? I mean, there was a guy there who won the first, um, was it International Hong Kong uh, Comedy Competition, and he was a business guy, Tom Schmidt, and he charted out his act. He had graphs. He had timed. He videotaped everyone. He told the same jokes every time. He had, you know, at at three minutes, I walk across the stage, sit on the stool and cross my legs. You know, I mean, a complete framework of, oh, everything was totally scripted. Yeah. And it worked for him, but that just would not fit my brain. Yeah, You're more Um, of the improv kind of person. And that's what I found out. You know, when I started, we had a workshop with a guy named Glenn Chen who came he had been doing, he was on the Seinfeld show, um, not as one of the major characters, but um, nonetheless. And he came and he did a, an improv workshop, and I just fell in love with it. And, and um, since then, I've been a part of People's Liberation Improv. I was at their very second show. I'm the only remaining member. Um, you know Kay Ross. She's yes, been with right, us Kay. for many, many, many years also. Um, and we are Hong Kong's longest performing um, English, well, not English, improv group. Yeah, although we do perform in English, but... Amazing. And also, I think there's something mesmerizing and something electrifying when you've got a good group of people sort of improvising and just bouncing off each other's energy. Oh, it's so much fun, you know. And and people come up to us afterwards and they say, you know, I could just never do that. But life is improv, you know. I don't know what you're going to ask me. You don't know what I'm going to respond to. 
And um, yeah, that's true. That's such a good way of life yeah, is improv. Exactly. <laughs> you know? It's very I philosophical mean, <laughs> for, for our Friday brunch chat. Yes. Well, oddly enough, my mother had some sort of social difficulties, so she would sometimes try to script out conversations ahead of time. Yes, playing know? it forward. Yeah, exactly. Sure. But then, of course, people never responded the way that she had scripted them. <laughs> and so she was sometimes at a loss. So, yeah. What do but, you say to people who sort of have that initial barrier or that hurdle to, to give it a go? Because, I, you know, it sounds to me that once they get going, it's really a lot of fun, but just oh, to so take that fun. first step. Yeah. Well, I think a couple of things. I think, you know, first of all, with improv, you're not on stage alone. So if you stink, you know, if you are not funny, there's somebody else to be funny. You be the straight man then. Yeah. That's fine because, you know, comedy needs straight people too, you know. Um, and I'm not talking sexually. <laughs> and the next person will be able to pick up and um, That's right. Of each yeah. And, but the other thing is my father-in-law was an engineer for Lockheed. Okay, he did work on, I think, the 737, okay, and was involved in electrical systems. And my wife will probably phone in and correct me, but uh, <laughs> we're not taking calls yet. <laughs> but um, if he made a mistake, which he never did, but if he had made a mistake, you know, people could have died. Exactly. If I make a mistake on stage, people don't laugh. And that's not the worst thing that could happen in exactly. life. It puts things and into perspective. And if I make an even worse mistake, people laugh again, you know. <laughs> so I, there's there's very little downside to yeah. it, you know. And also, I think the other side of, of comedy uh, or, or improvisation is also that support system, that support network is a chance for people to be social in a different setting as well. It's a great place to, to, to meet people also. Well, that's what we're doing on September 20 at The Aftermath. We're having an open jam. Now, this is not an improv show, okay? In an improv show, me and my team would take suggestions from the audience. It would be like, whose line is it anyway? Okay. Except instead of being half an hour, it would be an hour and a half. And we don't get to cut out the bad bits. <laughs> um, but but um, this is going to be for anyone to come. Now, if you've never done improv before and you're too shy, come anyway, sit and watch. Within five minutes, I'll bet we can get you up on stage. But if you don't want to be on stage, that's fine too, you know? Yeah. Um, if you got a friend who really wants to do it and you want to support your friend, but you're too shy, that's fine. Um, and these are not going to be, you know, as I say, it's not a show, so we're not going to make you do really, really hard stuff. We're not even going to make you do moderately hard stuff. Um, we've got easy exercises, but if you've ever wanted to try it, and if you're experienced, come, come too. Yeah, yes. exactly. Help us make it better. You know, um, it's an opportunity for us at PLI to find and meet new people, and it's an opportunity for an audience to see something, try something they haven't done before. Yeah. Um, Talk us through how it how how it'll go. Have you done previous improv jams before? How, how does it work? Do you invite people from the audience, or you you set a scene? Talk us through that. Well, for this, because we're expecting or hoping that we're going to get some people who've never done it before, we're probably aiming sort of 
easier on the easier spectrum of some games um some icebreakers yeah exactly i mean um but a a a fairly simple improv game if you're up for it we could try one right now sure are you up for it okay this is called the alphabet game okay and the way that the alphabet game is that we alternate lines but we're making up a scene so we need a suggestion of a place. Can you give me a suggestion of a place? A circus. Okay. Oh, great. Okay. So what's going to happen is I'll start with the letter A, and my line will start with the letter A, and then you'll respond. Your line must start with the letter B. Mine starts with the letter C, and I will warn you that I'm not very good at the English alphabet, even though I'm a native English speaker. <laughs> well, as long as we don't, we don't have any profanities in our lines, that's fine. So it, it can be, it doesn't have to be a one-worded line, it, it's a no, line no, that oh, starts yeah, with yeah, the yeah. alphabet. In fact, sure. it can be two sentences if you need to sure. develop the story, but we're trying to, to make up a story, okay. but sort of with the lines starting in alphabetical order. So if it's at the circus... I might start with something like, um, Annabelle, oh my gosh, you look just like one of the chimpanzees. Batman, I just wish Batman was here this afternoon. Couldn't make it, you know, he was already booked over at the, uh, at the zoo. Dang it, maybe next time we'll be able to make our calls earlier and book him for the show. Elephants are right over there, let's go see them. Mm. F. (laughs) (laughs) um, Perhaps not the one that. um, uh, um, um, So, elephants, and I can say, frogs? Will there be frogs as well? Gosh, I hope there are frogs! Hilarious. Imagine that combination of frogs and elephants. Iguanas, too! Jam, this. Yes, I I, I get the gist of it. Right, yeah. It's, I mean, and it's. You it's, saw it. It's fun, isn't it? It's a lot of fun, and it really makes you sort of forces you to think very quickly on your feet. Yes, you were good. You yeah, should join no, it. <laughs> not at all. You, you're just a great leader in terms of you know you really brought out. So, it, how many people can join in that game, and and how many people? Well, yeah, the alphabet game is a two person game. Okay, but we've so so. I mean, I, honestly, I don't know what's going to happen. If twenty people come, I'm probably going to organize things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, if twenty people come, I got to have to do different things, and I might even sort people into little two people or three people. Yeah. Um, but if you know five people show up or ten people show up, we might do it a different way. There's a one of the simplest, most common improv games that I really love is telling a story a word at a time. And, you know, you can do that with five or ten people. Twenty is a little bit cumbersome, but, you know, there's no reason that we can't, because this is at the aftermath on um, Wyndham Street. On Wyndham Street, on the 20th of September. Yes, and um, there's even, like, two rooms, so if we get loads of people, we can go back and forth between the two rooms and and people yeah. people are you know sort of starving for this sort of interaction as well i think since covid people have been like locked up a little bit and feeling isolated yes. it really is a great chance for people to to meet yeah. new people and it's free 
<laughs> the best things in life. Yes, the best things in sort of, I think, is what they say. The best things in life are free. Um, you don't hear rich people saying that, do no, you? No, they don't. <laughs> Very expensive habits. But Chris, you know, funny you say you don't like to practice things and you like improv. Because put it this way, when oh, you improv... question. Yeah, well, when you improvise enough times, you are sort of practicing your art and you get better and better. So I think, in a way, I think that also boosts a lot of people's confidence in public speaking and, and sure. presenting. Sure, sure themselves the well you didn't quite ask a question that i thought you were going yeah. to <laughs> telepathically Ooh, yeah yeah which is people say well how do you practice improv or why do you practice improv if it's different every time you know but it's just like a football team practices together you're you know? sharpening the skills you are, yes you are practicing for the unexpected you are practicing so that you have the technique you're practicing so that you know you know, I have a pretty good sense of what Kay Ross is going to do, and she's got a pretty good sense of what I'm going to do, you know. Um, and, and so you learn your fellow players and the sort of things that they like to do. Like one of my things, I when I was a little kid, I loved all kinds of animals. I still do. I mean, I'm... I went to a zoo on my honeymoon, <laughs> which my wife will never let me live down. <laughs> but it was great. Anyway, <laughs> so if there's ever a chance to become a sloth on stage, I am there. You're there. You know? <laughs> well, time flies when we're having fun. Chris, remind our listeners once again, is there a Facebook page or any social media we can find out more oh, we about do. the Improv yes. Jam? We do have a Facebook page. It is People's Liberation Improv. And um, if you see a picture of a chicken, that's us. Excellent. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Get so, yeah, again, it's September 20th. It starts at 8. Now, if you can't be there right at 8, that's fine. Come when you can. If you can't stay till it ends, that's okay. So come when you can. Leave when you have to. It's free. How could you not come? Absolutely. Well, Chris Coleman, thank you so much for your time. And for our listeners, do check out the Facebook page. All the link is also on my Facebook page. All the best for the 20th. Thank oh, you so great. much. Thank you for having me.